we just be ourselves at the best version we can be every day.、Mm-hmm. I know it sounds so simple, but it's hard. I know it's hard, and、yes. it's completely worth it because once you know, like through I don't know, through meditation, through reading books, through talking, through more talking with people and share your feelings, and once you figure out who you truly are and have that awareness, and just be that, just be you, and then subtract anything that is not letting you be yourself. That, my friend, you can feel truly happy because you're being yourself. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. My name is Dr. Adam Martin. I am a practicing pharmacist, nutrition consultant, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. Each episode on the podcast, I will dispense to you an innovator and expert in the world of healthcare, so they can share their story, their struggles, and best practice tips. To empower you to nail your nutrition, master your mindset, fit in fitness, and take your level of impact to the next level with simple solutions for how to live with passion and purpose. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Now let's discuss how to dispense your full potential. Regardless of what area you work in. Whether you are in school, a graduate, or a dropout, there is one thing that every single one of us has in common: we have a desire, we have a need, and we have a pursuit. That to be happy. Happiness is something we all aspire to attain. We all aspire to be. But how do we do it? There's a lot of theory out there and a lot of very overcomplicated analysis. However, the secret to happiness. Boils down to one concept, and that's what we're going to talk about today in this episode of Mindset Mastery on the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. I'm joined today with my Mindset Mastery co-host Alex Liu. Welcome back, sir. It's always great to be back. It's always a good conversation. Yes. So, happiness. Have you ever felt really happy? Yes. Have you ever felt really unhappy? Yes. What's the difference between those two states? That's something that you might think about. There's been times in your life, you listening or watching, that you felt elated, just like though everything's going your way, the world is right in your direction, right? But then there's other days where you feel like the world is against you, regardless of what you do, wherever you turn, wherever you look, whatever you do, it's leading to you feeling unhappy. So what causes the two different things? What's the difference between Being on cloud nine and feeling like you're at ground zero, it comes down to this one concept: your expectation. If you expect something and you get that met or exceeded, you will be happy, regardless of the context. However, if you expect something and it is not met, you will be met with unhappiness. This goes with professional development, relationships, personal endeavors. Anything at all you can think of. Think about that. Think about the last time that you felt unhappy. The reason is you had an expectation that was not met in your mind. You had a reality, a blueprint of what you wanted to happen, and it simply did not. And that, at the simplest form, 
is what led to your unhappiness. I have a question. Yes. Can it be a good thing that your expectation didn't meet and you feel unhappy because it's helping you to navigate? Exactly. It's like your uh, your GPS yeah. directing you towards that. So mm. in an earlier podcast, we talked about the two driving forces behind every human action, that being pain or pleasure. And pain is actually a stronger driving force. Um, using quickly an example of money. So let's say that you just got $10,000. You feel good about that. That's pleasure. That's really nice. However, if you found out that $10,000 was stolen from you, your reaction to that is going to be a lot more intense. You're going to take a lot more action in response to that pain than you would compared to getting $10,000. Now, I'm sure you dance to be happy getting 10 grand, but if you found out that 10 grand was stolen from you, you would be very angry. You would take a lot of action. You would make phone calls. You would go places, like you do things, massive action because of that immense pain. So you said, can unhappiness be good? Yes, because if you're unhappy, that's related to pain and that will cause you to drive towards happiness by taking action. Because let's say you expected some sort of outcome and that's why you were unhappy because that wasn't met. So you yeah, want yeah. that to be met, and it's going to cause you to take more action. There's um, a phenomenon I see in the world. Yes, and also I make that same mistake again. So if we are, and if we feel unhappy, if I feel unhappy, sometimes if I feel unhappy, I'll find ways to escape that mm. instead of letting me like letting it sink in, and then figure out why and figure out how to overcome unhappiness. I would find things to escape that. Yes, for example. Um, Playing video games. So mm. if I'm happy right now, I'm just gonna play some video games and you know forget, forget everything. Yeah, just zone out. But then I'm not centering myself. And then, as you mentioned earlier, it's a GPS system. But if we are not listening to the GPS system, we're just playing the brain chemistry, just without taking any action. Just you know, alcohol or it could be anything. Yeah, it's trying to escape. And then it's just like how how can people to like they don't how can they they be aware that they are just escaping instead of figuring out, okay, this is this is why it causes me to be unhappy right now. What can I do to get out of it instead of just escape? Exactly. So that's kind of like numbing the pain. So you feel unhappy, that's related to pain. And that's where a lot of uh, alcohol use, drug use, and things like that that aren't really healthy behaviors, they're effective because they numb that pain. You're able to escape or zone out, like you said, but it's not dealing with the problem. Exactly. Whenever yeah. that high or the drunken state goes away, you're going to be one hung over or have a problem or have done some things that were not good. But the problem that led you to those actions is still going to be there. So it might feel good at the time, but you're really just delaying right. your potential reaction yes. in a helpful way. Um, so an example in my life is I knew uh, when I was in undergraduate studies that I wanted to get into pharmacy school, I wanted to be a pharmacist. So let's simplify that track. I wanted to be a pharmacist. So the way to make that happen was getting into pharmacy school. So I just made that decision. I decided this is going to happen. So that was my expectation. I was going to work and study and apply to pharmacy school expecting I would get in. Well, the first time I applied, I got rejected. That caused pain and unhappiness because my expectation was not met. Now, I could have changed majors or, you know, something else, but I was committed to that and it caused pain and unhappiness. So just like you said, using that as a GPS direction, 
what did I have to do? I worked harder. I networked. I worked smarter. I got more into it. I met with administration asking, here's where I am. Here's where I want to go. What do I have to do to fill that gap and void so that my expectation can be met? And that caused me to put more time, focus, energy, and just be smarter about it towards that. And here I am, pharmacist with the pharmacy podcast series. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it works, uh, but using that can be a good direction. Uh, so just like you said, an excellent point, unhappiness isn't necessarily bad. It just depends how you respond to that. Right. Going back to pain versus pleasure. Uh, pain is yeah. good at the time, but it can be a really great motivator, um, that tying in with unhappiness. So it really comes to having that expectation met. I'll give another example. Mm. Um, this working with clients, uh, with my nutrition consulting business, I learned this very early on. Uh, setting expectations with communication, for example. Uh, when I first started back in 2013, um, I had an expectation that when I sent an email to a client, I would get a reply, like within a day or something like that, just to have that dialogue because I, I want to you know, make sure that they understand and so forth. But I didn't explicitly state that. And what happened was they had a different expectation. Their expectation was, you know, you just tell me what to do and I do it. I don't really need to reply. So I was met with unhappiness. I would send, you know, all these resources and materials. I didn't tell them I expected a reply or have that in there. So they would just, you know, take them and, and go on their own way and be independent about it. But then I started having this feeling of unhappiness. Like, did I not say something right? Like, was it not interpreted right? And I didn't get a reply. So I started to feel unhappy. And I, you know, would ask them, you know, what's going on? Is everything cool? And they're like, yeah, why? Like, I'm doing the things. So like, what's the problem? So then I realized, ah, like I had an expectation that I didn't communicate to them, right? So they didn't have the same expectation because our expectations really form our reality. So now what I do with clients when I start is I say, here's what I expect of you. Here is what you can expect of me. And please let me know what your expectations are in addition to this so that I can meet them. Because if you do that up front, you're able to see what is important to them, what they expect, because if you are upfront about it and have that clear communication, you can meet their expectations that will lead them to feeling like a happy and fulfilled client. So that was a, a business fail of mine that I put into practice, uh, just seeing that early on in, in my business and how that has changed over the years. I think uh, the one word we use a lot regarding happiness is expectations, because yes. I think it's so true, because we always think this things should happen should or what if or sh this should be this instead i think the, one of the most profound lessons i've learned over this year is it's a really simple quote it says change your expectation into appreciation mm. once you do that everything changes yes because now we we're focusing on what is like what is happening right now so not only we're being grateful for the moment, we're also focusing on right now, like this moment. Mm. What is like what everything happening right now? I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling grateful sitting in this chair talking to you in this podcast. I'm feeling grateful we have roof in our head, and this is all in the moment. And, and heat's then, back on. Yeah, the, <laughs> the heat is on. We had right. a snowstorm in Pittsburgh, and it took a lot of power out. So literally, yeah. the heat's back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny you mentioned that. One of my uh, like the grateful for every night when I go to sleep. Especially in the winter time, I just I just did it last night. Is to really appreciate, really feel grateful for for just warmth, like in our home. 
Yeah. Because like imagine like the snowstorm and then the homeless people, you know. Yeah. Like there's people actually don't have heat in the winter time. Like how like we should be grateful for what we have. Absolutely. And then if we focus on that, happiness is here. Yes, it's all it's around here. you. It's, it's not all something around you. It's yeah. not something you have to create or, or make. It's it's right there. You just have yeah. to use that awareness to find that within you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like I always call myself, whenever I am unhappy. And it happens all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. we always be off track. Well, yes. yeah, happy. And I notice myself whenever I'm being unhappy, in the same time, I'm being ungrateful. Can you share a, an example of that? Where you felt that and, and you had that awareness. You started feeling that unhappiness and what you did to turn it around. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, for example, um, uh, business, right? In business settings, say if I have a, a potential client. And it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. It's probably my fault. It's probably the communication, like you mentioned earlier, communication yeah. isn't isn't right, like isn't in the flow. And so the somehow the, the the deal isn't done. And I feel unhappy. But I'm focusing on what I lost, which is just one person. And then there's six billion people out there. I didn't focus on that. I focus on them. Like what yes. are the chances that I can connect with the other people? Yes. And also I'm just focusing on what I don't have focusing on all the things that I have. Like mm. we have so much like universe. God give us so much that feel like we're too spoiled sometimes. And we, we don't focus on those things anymore. Take things for granted. Take things for granted. Yes, exactly. Right. And that's a, a natural human tendency is the law of familiarity. Things that we grow accustomed to. Yeah. Like we don't even think about running water or purified water, but most mm. people in the world from a statistical standpoint, don't even have that. They have to walk one or two miles every time they want water. And it's not even clean, but they're just grateful to have liquid. Yeah. And it's, I just had an idea when you just talk about yeah. that. So unless we are grateful for what we have, the God universe, whatever you believe in or your, yourself, you won't have any more. Exactly. Unless you feel grateful for what you have right now, you won't have any more because you're not grateful for like, we are not grateful for what we already have and how can we receive more? Exactly. So this is the key here. Like if we feel grateful, it's like really intricate because we want more in the same time. We're ungrateful. We're kind of like, we're wanting something. We are mm. chasing something, but if we want something, we're never going to get it. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have time to work out. Eating healthy is not possible as a pharmacist. There's so many things to juggle. I just feel so stressed out. I can barely even keep it together. Guys, if this is you, I totally understand. I have been practicing pharmacist full-time for over seven years. I've been through the hurdles, living through the trenches, and through my time with that, have developed simple solutions to help empower you to not only fit in fitness, but nail your nutrition and master your mindset, empowering you to lead by example through living a healthy lifestyle. I put all these solutions in an easy-to-read, applicable, and simple guide for you to read in my new book, RxU, The Pharmacist's Guide for Managing Stress and Fitting in Fitness. If you haven't gotten your copy, check the show notes for a link so that you can get yours today and get started to dispense your full potential. So where focus goes, energy flows. So, And this is so true. Um, with myself, I went through uh, a pretty traumatic event not too long ago, 
And whenever I would find myself at my low points, it was because I was focusing on what I lost instead of what I gained. Yeah. So regardless of what your situation is, your circumstance, you have the power to change how you feel based on what you focus on. So you might have lost someone or something or, or something really terrible happened yeah. to you. The fact is that might be gone, but because that's gone, you now have space for other things to come into your life. We talk about this all the time, yes, um, the, the room analogy. So imagine yourself in a room, okay, and there's a ton of people in it, but you really want this idol of yours to come into the room. Well, let's say the idol's outside and the door opens, but the room is so full that they can't get in. There's no space, right? But if you get all, and this, this goes into like, it, it really matters who you keep around you, the quality of people. So if you're, if your room is full of negativity and naysayers and things like that, that you allow and permit in your room, that good yes, idol is not able to come in because there's no space. Yeah. But if you remove that, the room is now empty. So you could think, look at all the people that left my life, but you cut out all the negativity. So instead of focusing on the room that is now all the people that left and are gone, look at instead, the room is now open for other amazing things to come in. You are now, you have an opportunity now. So it's the same thing. Both of them are true. I'm not trying, I'm just saying like, I'm not trying to say ignore the reality. That is the reality. The reality is yes, the people are gone out of the room, but the other reality that you can focus on is the room is now empty. So there is space for better things than you could have ever imagined to come into that room. That is a, such a amazing analogy. I use it all I, the time. I love it. It, it, it blew my mind. Like I, I started to think in my time of unhappiness recently, why that happened, where I'd have good days and bad days. And, and I would try to you know break down my mental construct. And that was really it is I was focusing on what I lost instead of what I gained. In every situation, guys, there's both. There's a gain and there's a loss, be that an opportunity cost or a real person might have passed away or whatever that is however there is always a gain with every loss and there's always a loss with every gain the difference is mm. whether you choose to focus on one or the other that is a really big key that if you keep focus on really help you to get that feeling of happiness and you can create it focus. at any moment wow and i love the words the word space yes because we always label ourselves and me sometimes I do it all the time is okay, so I feel sad or I'm depressed. Yes. I, I am. am not I am not depressed. Yes. I feel depressed. Yes. Like I feel sad. Because we are imagine we are we are the room itself. We are the space. Mm. And it's we're born empty. We're born like in this natural state of being in the now. And then the society, whatever, how we grew up, conditioned ourselves to be sad, to, yes. to think negative all the time. It's all conditioning. And I think the key to really be the best part of this call, because you always say dispense your full potential. Mm -hmm. One of the key to dispense our full potential is we need to empty, we need to subtract instead of adding things to our room. Yes. We need to subtract what's not serving us. Exactly. We exactly. We need to subtract the uh, negative thinking about ourselves. We need to subtract those um, distractions like playing video games or alcohol, anything that not serving you to be your best self in this room, like list of something, if you're listening right now, list of something that is in your space, in your body, like in your, this room that is not serving you to become the best version of you. List like three things. Like for me is video games, 
is um, um, spending time that just you know just playing on the phone mm-hmm. for me not using my time well and also negative self talk I do that all the time mm. so I'm feeling not loved and then you know it's all negative self talk and if we focus on these three things and whatever you choose to the three things are and just focus on subtracting them and then focus on really to know who you really are because I think if we know who we really are and then we do what we love every day you win like exactly we, we just win guys that's an such an awesome point Alex that you made and really think about that and no one's going to know those answers except for you except for think, you, yeah think about you know what are some things some habits maybe some people in your life especially uh, and and this is something I find quite often is there's someone obviously negative or, or hindering in someone's life. And you say like, hey, like that person doesn't really fit. Like you're really positive and uplifting, but this person's always like bringing you down and, you know, trying to get you to go smoking or like whatever. Well, I've known them since high school or I've grew up with them or they're yeah, my, the my time, parents' yeah. son. And like, you know, I feel obligated. Yeah. If you feel obligated, is it worth sacrificing your happiness? Is it worth sacrificing possibly the most amazing person in your life? to come into your life and they can't because that room is full. That room of people, your click, your influence and your influential circle of people, they're in that. So because of that, there's no space for someone else that could be helping you, giving you more support to come in because they're in that spot. So you have to make that choice. It's not made for you. It's not something that you don't have a choice over. It's really your decision to make that happen. And I'm not saying that's easy. A lot of times that's one of the hardest things you have to do, especially if it's family and you feel obligated, you you feel like you'll betray them or something, Mm. but is it worth your happiness for a lifetime to do that? Mm. It's very difficult. It's not easy, but it is something to think about and really take stock in because only you can define your happiness and it's all led by the actions you choose to make. And that is a really big point, the topic of choices and feeling like you don't have a choice. So much so that there's another episode in the Mindset Mastery podcast on this exact topic. Choice. I love this topic, man. I'm I'm excited to talk about it. Exactly. So that's what the real challenge is, is defining your own happiness because it is that simple. It's what your expectations are. And what you choose to focus on. So to recap what we talked about, happiness comes down to whether or not your expectations are met. So ask yourself, are your expectations realistic in that context, in that circumstance? I'm not saying don't set your goals high. I'm talking about expectations from others' reactions and your situation. The other thing that we talked about is happiness coming from the whole what you choose to focus on. So in, in every action, in every circumstance, whether that's tragic or not, it's, there's a good thing and there's a bad thing. It's huge. Yeah. There being a gain or a loss, that is with every situation in your life. Literally think about that. The choice on which one to focus is 100% up to you. It might not be easy because it might be fresh. Like if there was a car accident that just happened, it's going to be hard to you know go through that. Time can definitely be a huge asset. Um, and just practicing that and seeing when you focus on option A, how do you feel? When you focus on option B, how do you feel? It's not ignoring or downplaying any serious event or person in your life, but it's really looking at how you feel and having that awareness and making the choice on what to focus on. Yes. And 
one word I want to strong emphasize is awareness. Awareness. Because when we know who we truly are, when we know what our purpose is, when we know what's our truth, like why we're here, and once we know who we truly are, and we stick to it, like we just be ourselves at the best version we can be every day.、Mm-hmm. I know it sounds so simple, but it's hard. I know it's hard, and、yes. it's completely worth it. Because once you know, like through I don't know, through meditation, through reading books, through talking, through more talking with people and share your feelings, and once you figure out who you truly are and have that awareness, and just be that, just be you, and then subtract anything that is not. Letting you be yourself, that my friend, you can feel truly happy because you're being yourself. You being who you are here to do, like you being the real you. I think being real is one of the key points of being happiness. I'll share you a quick example that I used to work at the amazing company. It's personal development company,、mm-hmm. and it changed my life for. I couldn't measure it, like how 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 much it changed my life. Impactful, like, yeah. And it's an amazing company, and the people there are amazing. But what I'm doing every day is not my passion.、Mm-hmm. Even though I'm helping people,、yes. but the task itself is not my passion. You don't feel fulfilled in what you do. I don't feel fulfilled every day. I feel like I am shrinking. You know,、mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I am growing, but I am not growing spiritually. I might be learning skills, and that helped me tremendously. But、yes. I, I'm not growing spiritually. So, what I did is. I know, like I'm trying. I find out my passion is, which is filmmaking, is making videos, and I really took a stand on living my truth. So I called my boss. It's toughest phone call ever made. Like you said, it's、yeah. being ourselves is not easy, and and after I made that call, everything feels so much lighter. Yes, it's like there's a whole weight off of my shoulder. I can truly be myself. Like I can fly now. You know what I mean? And then.、Yes. After that moment, even though、um, it's been it's been two months since I made that call, even though there's ups and downs, but I always feel that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, and that makes me feel at the end of the day, it makes me feel good every day. So, Absolutely. Yes. So living your truth is and that's powerful.、Critical. And I'm going to bring this full circle.、Um, your expectation, because you didn't know what would happen when you made that call, you quit the job. Your I have expectation. No expectations. I'm just surrendering. I just trust. Yes, your expectation might have had some fear, like you know, what? How is the, my boss going to respond? Am I going to be?、Um, are they going to be angry at me? Or you know, what am I going to do? You might have that expectation of fear and uncertainty, but you made that call, and your expectations were exceeded in the positive light. Your boss didn't get angry. Actually, supported you. Said, "I actually agree with your move yeah, because I see、yeah. your skills and they need to be developed." And when you made that move, you removed that focus because that was probably thirty to forty hours of your time a week. Yeah, that's now free. The room is now empty for you to put and fill that with what your passion truly is. So because、that's、of that,、passion. your expectations、yeah. were exceeded. You were able to fill that room with everything that is empowering, and because of that, you are now happy. Truly happy, like the real happiness. Yes, and I love that you're bringing full circle because、um, think about it. I'm gonna use the same room analogy. If we walk into the room with no expectations, now we have everything to gain. If we walk into a room with all the ex- expectations, we're focusing on okay, this is not me. I'm losing this. I'm losing that. It's all losing.、Mm-hmm. If there's no like no ego and no expectation, in the, we walk into that room. Now we have everything to gain.、And、same、yes. thing with the space analogy. So exactly, yeah, exactly. So、yeah. think about that. When you move into a room, 
If it's empty, it's a blank canvas. You can literally create your reality however you want. If you walk in and it's full of clutter, you're kind of stuck with what you have. But if you clean that out, you can fill it with anything your heart desires. Yes. So that's my challenge to you is look at your room, see how full it is. If it needs a little spring cleaning, even though we're going into winter and fill that with things that make you truly happy. So guys, thank you for joining us today. This is Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast signing off with Alex Liu, challenging you to be great, go forth and dispense your full potential. All right, Fit Farm fam, until next time, I am out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Your time is invaluable, and I sincerely appreciate you sharing it here. Most importantly, hit that subscribe button so you get a fresh new podcast episode every single week. Also, please leave a rating and review for the show. I sincerely hope that you got at least one golden nugget of knowledge from this episode. If you did, please share this with one person who you can help dispense their full potential. That is how this community will grow organically. I don't ask for anything in return, so thank you for your action of support. 